You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Raw Talk with Sheena this week. Okay. Yay, Noelle. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're here. We're here. Um, this is the third time we're recording tonight, <laughs> and it's taken us approximately six hours to get to this point, but we're here, and we appear to be recording. Yes. Sometimes energetic things come in the way. <clears throat> Sometimes they make their presence known, and they make their presence known through my technology. <laughs> but it's and other occurrences. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and other occurrences. I'll tell you guys... Noelle and I have so much to talk about, so if we get to it, I'll tell you guys about the experience that we just had at dinner. Don't talk about it. Noelle's yeah. like, please don't bring it up. Oh, I think we should just roll with it while this thing is still working. We just had to exercise the whole room, <laughs> basically. Wait, and that's be- not exercise like aerobics. We're talking about exorcise. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a different spelling. Yeah. Okay, so um, what we were saying in the first recording that no one will ever hear was um just that so much has been going on in both noel and my life in our lives and we have so much to talk about and i was kind of just recognizing the expansion of noel and her healing capabilities and and all the things that she brings into not only acupuncture sessions but her life and it makes you such an interesting and amazing person to be with someone that I've had what I feel to be like two near-death experiences with. (laughs) (laughs) Two? I don't have experiences like that very often. Wait, when was the Especially around other people. Like, oh yes. I've had, I've, I've been in my body and felt very like sick and like very scared around you in ways that like, I, if I felt like that around someone else, I would just try really hard to suppress it. But those, But for some reason, there's just something about you. You have such. Like, I love you. I love you too. You feel. Safe but I know with that me. other people yeah. love me too. But there's yeah. like something about you that, yeah, it's like a safety and just an understanding, and also like, but an understanding beyond what you've learned. It's just an understanding of life that you have. Aww. Yeah. Thank you. Honey. I love you for so many reasons, but. Um, I especially am just so thankful that you're a part of my life in that way. Oh, this I feel is going to be grateful. a love fest number two. I know. I, know. <laughs> I have to do the, okay. the beginning. Yeah. You know, just so everyone knows how I feel. No. Um, it's, just in I case I insult it. you later. Okay. It's, we're even. <laughs> just kidding. Don't make so, me. Um, yeah. Well, first <clears throat> tell me about the ways that you uh, feel like you've been because you've been there so much as a human, but like, tell me about the ways that you feel like you're opening up your experience of this life and like what that looks like and feels like and all those things. Okay. Well, what I was saying before when we got cut off is that we're, so I have grown so much since the last time we did a podcast. Truly. I mean, you asked me something about my intuition. Mm-hmm. Are you noticing? I just heard like a sound. 
Okay, just so everyone knows, <laughs> we're recording this podcast in a possibly haunted... Um, uh, we just said that like? we exercised the place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, so there, the sounds, there's some sounds. Uh, TV was on that wasn't on when we came on yeah. in. Wait, so it was on with the sound muted, and then we were sitting here, and the sound suddenly turned on. Yes. And other random things, like um, the Palo Santo stick had a flame that was hovering above it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't weird and I definitely didn't have goosebumps all over my arms um anyway <clears throat> so we might be interrupting each yes, other just by well yeah just sounds in the room certain things may be happening but we'll let you you yeah. guys know yeah okay. it feels safe it feels safe it feels just, so much better it feels we a lot better Palo Santoed and we brought in the angels and Curtis my dog is here which is he's He's the ultimate protector, okay? He is. He's not going to let anything happen to us. He is. But okay. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so I've grown a lot. What did you say? You said that there was a question that I asked you the yeah, first you podcast. Yeah, you asked me if I used my intuition. You're like, oh, you're okay. intuitive. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I do. But then I doubt myself. <laughs> you're so intuitive. Well, now I'm beginning to really own it Mm -hmm. where I think before things would come through and I would doubt or I would hold it in I would never really um value the information that was Mm -hmm. I think it was a reflection of me not valuing myself truly and since I've shifted into well let's just play around with this Mm -hmm. it didn't go directly into I'm gonna value myself and I'm gonna start trusting my intuition indefinitely it was more like let's play around with it yeah you know let's be open to maybe this is something and I started working with clients in that way and I started getting a lot of confirmations and then I was like wow okay so maybe I do have some intuitive gifts and then well why can't you play with it all the time even if you know even if you know you're gonna trust it like shouldn't it all just this is all just a game yeah. anyway right yeah so why not just and always have fun with it mm-hmm. yeah totally and it's always better that way too because it's higher vibration when you're in that mode so mm-hmm. I agree with you 100% but um, what were some of the things that you so you were initially asking for intuitive things for you're all you're also very intuitive personally but like what are some new things that you're using your intuition for um <laughs> that, you, that aren't too personal okay like with clients are you talking about okay yeah so the trip yeah so I I um <laughs> Sheena your questions so I <laughs> so trusting my intuition to take inspired action mm-hmm. so in when something comes up to actually follow through tune in to to those messages of like, is this something that, um, that I need? Is this, does this feel like a yes for me? Mm-hmm. And if it does, then do it. Like, don't be afraid to do so, it. So recently I did that. Last week you, you asked, should I go to New Mexico of all places? I didn't even ask. No, it wasn't a question. It was, it was a pull. It was a feeling like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I either, I hate using the word should, but it was, it was kind of like a should, like you should do this. Uh-huh. And then I woke up at seven in the morning and decided it wasn't even a It wasn't even like a yeah. weighing the no, pros I, and cons. Exactly. Like, I'm doing this. Yeah, you're going. I need to do it. Yeah. Well, and within, like I told, within four hours I had uh, my flight arranged 
an Air, Airbnb booked and my rental car done. And the, and the flight was actually, um, it was a friend that was giving me was gifted. airline miles, yeah. which is like, who, how does that even happen? And it just all happened so effortlessly. Well, the reason and why I was so intrigued by the story, because I was seeing like via social media, I was seeing like how much of you was lit up by this trip oh, yeah. and, and just like some of the things that you were writing about it and how everything happened. So, um, there were so many synchronicities in every aspect of that trip. And basically I just had a very similar experience when I had decided to go to California because Mm -hmm. I booked my flight the day of basically Mm -hmm. the night of I booked my, my flight at, at midnight and I left the next evening and much like you, your story, like every single thing fell into place. Mm-hmm. Everything was so easy. There was no question. There was no weighing mm-hmm. pros and cons. It was just like, yeah. you're doing this. Oh, and then you're doing this. Yes. And then you're doing this. Nothing was forced. Everything was easy. Go upstairs, Bella. Go upstairs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're recording at my mom's house, and there's my cat here and my dog and I'm like hoping that my cat stays away from my dog so that my dog does not have like a freak out moment and tries to Sherry's here okay perfect she just scared the the cat away okay if you guys only knew what's been happening here everyone would have an understanding hi Sherry how are you okay I'm just checking in because we we um is this podcast real? Is we this cleared really the space. I like Palisantoed and cleared the space and everything. So yeah, okay, all right. So we're all on the same page. Okay, animals, siblings, family members. Okay, I don't know what's happening, Noel. I'm sorry. This has been don't. the entirety of this experience. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. We're going with it. Inspired action, intuition. Yes. Anyway, so yeah. Um, California felt energetically very similar to me as Santa Fe, New Mexico mm-hmm. felt to you. Yeah. And so I wanted to share the ease and the beauty of an experience like that with our listeners. Yeah. So that maybe it could provide some inspiration for them to do something of similar nature because magic comes from that. Absolutely. And shifts come from, from an experience like that. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So many, I mean, I feel like your life upgrades when you take big action in a, in a way like that. Yes. That could be described in like, you know, getting on a plane or like, moving or just doing something that should that certain people may say like well you have to plan and you have to do like put all do all these things like put everything in line Mm -hmm. when in actuality like when the right moment comes about Mm -hmm. something like booking a trip or moving or something like that could be very simple Mm -hmm. right yes when it's in alignment when it's in alignment when it's yeah yeah. for sure okay so give us kind of a little Give us a little preview of, of what your trip was like and some of the things that came up. Because I want to hear about specifically the the event and what it felt like to be in the presence of a channeler and what was some of the information that you received from that event and talk about the event and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, so 
one of the reasons that I wanted to go to, to Santa Fe was because a friend of mine who is a psychic, her name is Tracy Farquhar. She actually just released a- Tracy what? Farquhar. <laughs> I hope that I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so she recently released a book with Mike Dooley called From Deep Space with Love. And they were having an event where they were, basically what was happening is it was like a book release celebration where they were streaming the event live, but you could also go there in person in Santa Fe and be with them. And this was with a bunch of people who also just got finished with an Infinite Possibilities training. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I have been a part of for years. So So it was like the end of an Infinite Possibilities. The end of an Infinite Possibilities training. And this was like a separate event that you could go to afterwards. So a lot of my... Like, we call them family, my friends that are kind of like family. My family was yeah. there. So I got to see my people, and uh-huh. and I got to see Tracy and support her and Mike with their release of their new book. So um, that was great. And for me, being in the presence of, of this event was so awesome because this is a person that I know, just like you and me. Like, so yeah. imagine two years from now, you're on a stage channeling in yeah. front of an audience. And it's like, I know you so deeply. And mm-hmm. here you are in a whole different vibration yeah. doing this whole crazy thing. So that's how it was for me. It was like, okay, here's Tracy. I know her and she's going into like a different voice, mm-hmm. you know, different posture Yeah, and um, doing this thing. And it was and amazing. Was this was the information coming from her similar to information that came from Tracy, the person, or was it a little different? I think it was similar in some ways because otherwise they She's wouldn't have chosen right. her. Mm-hmm. Like the frequency was was somewhat um, similar. It wasn't completely different, mm-hmm. but there are. There's without a doubt she wasn't fully present because she doesn't remember half the things that she says mm-hmm. after she's done channeling. You know, yeah. her eyes are bloodshot. She's woozy. I mean, you can tell that this was um, something else coming through her yeah. for sure. But just like she, even the entity, so they're named um, Frank. <laughs> it's so it's interesting. Group, I know. <laughs> the planet they're from is called Brahaksha. Okay. So and they have a planet? Yes, it's a whole different planet okay. in a different galaxy system and and they um they basically said the same thing that whatever we get what if someone's channeling it's always filtered through our brain through our perception so it's gonna is it's it's going to be limited to that person's um vocabulary so there's no language for instance, they're not they're not transmitting English. Right. They're transmitting impressions, and right. then she has to find the words to explain. Yeah. To to communicate it. Yeah. And what the interesting thing was is that I was so tuned into her and tuned into um, the frequency there that I was often getting the same exact message at the same time that she was. It so was, interesting. It was awesome. It was such a great experience. So yeah. if you had to give a response or a, rem- a remembrance of the, some of the information that came through. Yeah. What would that be? And okay. it, again, it doesn't have to be, I mean, of course, you know, it's, yeah. it's an energetic imprint. It's beyond her words. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you said this because my whole experience, like how can I communicate this experience to people? Because mm-hmm. it's so amazing. So have you seen the movie Arrival? Yes. Okay. And I hope you listeners have seen the movie Arrival. So good. I've seen it twice. It's almost like that where I wish I had 
some ink that I could squirt out of my hands and then make like a symbol. And then that just would like mean something. this, mm-hmm. like the totality of my experience is that. Yes. Do you know, how yes. can I explain this? Exactly. This, um, gr- it, I need to explain it in a nonlinear way mm-hmm. because that's how I'm feeling it right yes. now. Whereas it's, um, well to experience yeah. it, when you experience information that is so expanded and so beyond the frequency that you normally resonate, you have to be in the present moment so deeply mm-hmm. right? that you're not able, your logical mind is not able to keep up with that. A spiritual mind, yes, but a logical mind, no. And that's, that's where really developed channelers find their skill is being able to, um, enunciate that yes. frequency yes. in a way that a human could listen. Right. You know? They're like a translator. Sometimes channelers translate via light language. Right. And and it doesn't go through our logical brain at all because it literally sounds like animal sounds. Mm. And you can't do anything with your logical mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the ones that are just speaking their message in a lot of ways when people hear that message, they're not retaining the words. They're just retaining that right. that energetic enunciation or or push they're, to do something different in their life. Mm, yeah. So what, what what was that for you? <laughs> <laughs> the message from mm-hmm. um, tra- that I got personally mm-hmm. from my own life. Yeah, or just like what was kind of the the message. Well, I think the message that she wanted to share and that is so poignant for, for, I think, humanity, uh, especially Americans, because uh, there's this situation where it feels, I think a lot of people are in a state of fear mm-hmm. and it seems to be a lot of chaos and a lot of, um, just a lot of fear mm-hmm. about the future. Mm-hmm. So her, her story is that their planet actually got to this crisis point Mm -hmm. where the ego and sort of like focus on um, like I guess the structure the political structure um, was crumbling they were realizing it wasn't working for everyone and if they were to continue it would be the the fall of their race and and so everything um, collapsed but because everything collapsed they were able to understand that the the real importance and the and the and the focus that would help their civilization thrive was compassion and love, mm-hmm. and so they shifted from a more ego-based um, material way of living into a more heart-centered, compassionate, loving, connected mm-hmm. society, and which is very visibly where we are moving. Yeah, because and and I don't know that you know the drama and the traumatic aspects are necessary because so many people are waking up and I know that people think that it's almost the opposite of what they're seeing but I think what we're seeing is that residual effect of what's always been yes and it's highlighted the media I mean the media yeah. is only able to see what they are just like we can only see what we are oftentimes so the media is constructed on a basis of fear and and programming. It's the only and nostalgia. It's the only past information. These these are the only things that have you know up until this point kept humans interested. Mm-hmm. And and it's 
And it's because it's, those are methods of connection and humans crave connection. And we haven't, our media hasn't found another way to so deeply connect with such a wide range of people. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, well, yeah, well, I think it's, you're saying it in a very sweet way as if they have good intentions where I think it's really more, I'm, because that was my ma- my major was communications. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was mine too. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's really about ratings and it's mm-hmm. about, so, so it's not so much about, um, how can we connect it to people as in what are people going to pay attention to? And there, those are the dry human nature is driven to, um, to focus on fear, right. To avoid pain. Right. I mean, our brain, there's something called a negativity bias where if we have, um, gosh, I wish I, let me see if I can communicate this effect the right way. So the negativity bias is something like if we have, um, like five, let's say people give us like 20 people give us compliments, but one person says something bad, mm-hmm. you're going to focus on that one person mm-hmm. because we're, we want to, um, avoid pain. We want to eliminate that. So it's a part of, it's a part of our brain is where we are. It's, it's probably helped us, uh, survive, mm-hmm. you know, it's helped our ancestors survive because if they can identify something that might be dangerous and you'll have a higher chance of survival, but we're kind of, I feel like we have past that point mm-hmm. where we don't have to be in that operating from that mm-hmm. fight, that fight or flight mode mm-hmm. and that negativity bias anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we learned our but, lessons from. But the that. media preys on that, right? You know, there's well, that's come. just the vibration where they're resonating. I think. I think that there's a mass level of of people that can still connect to that so that they still get what they want in terms of ratings and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think that the, that such a huge influx of people have elevated beyond that. I do think so. Absolutely. That things, because that, that is the structure of not just our media, but our politics and our banking system Mm -hmm. and our, and things like that, that all of those things are just becoming less and less attractive to us Yes, because they're not, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing in our minds. It's there's a, a, a an absence of authenticity, mm-hmm. and so people like us, we're looking for things like podcasts. We're looking like we're looking mm-hmm. for information from channelers. We're looking for information yeah. from people who have a connection, a deep connection with themselves, with the mm-hmm. present moment, with beings outside of this physical existence. To say what is actually important, mm-hmm. what is actually the meaning of this life, mm-hmm. what is actually something that will bring joy and happiness like that those are the questions that we're asking yes where our frequency is raising so that and we wouldn't be asking that question without the contrast right right, right. so in a way it's all Been beautiful necessary. so there, I, the chinese sign for um <laughs> crisis uh-huh. is danger and then opportunity so it's one symbol on top of an, another that's the total symbol yeah yeah so it's both of those things. Yeah. yeah. Well, I felt like also you were about to get into back into the message of Frank from that mm. kind of point there. Or well, or my trip. Okay. Yeah, that's where so the danger that the whole idea of challenges and embracing the challenge was a huge a huge part of, of one of the themes of of the trip for me was just um 
I was realizing how much fear was operating in my life and how it was affecting different areas of my life. And by understanding that and by actually living that out, Mm -hmm. it, it allowed me to shift and embody uh, my power in a, in a deeper way Mm -hmm. than I had before. Mm -hmm. So to give an example, (laughs) yeah, I can get more. I know it's so general. Um, I want to give you an example. I don't want to get too personal. Yeah. Don't get too personal, but like just, just let's see. So I can just say, so before I'll, I'm going to just, whatever, fuck it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Ooh, can I say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's fine. (laughs) Not in front of my little sister. That was very, (laughs) that was very unladylike of me, but this is, it's raw talk. It's fine. I'm expanding beyond my comfort zone by talking about this, but, uh, basically, um, I know Curtis. So before before I got into this a uh, serious relationship, I was at a really high place in my life where I was living, I was teaching infinite possibilities and I was really was meditating all the time and I was feeling so great and I was really feeling like um I wouldn't say unstoppable I wouldn't say unstoppable but just so in alignment with myself that it, it was almost like nothing really mattered. Like I had no fear. I almost, I felt like I had no fear. You're operating from a very clear just, channel. I, for bliss. Like I was feeling bliss all the time. I was feeling um, like just l- truly that every day was full of just like infinite possibilities. I was really living it. And then I got into a relationship that really challenged me. And I started feeling um, fear creep in. And I started really getting affected by the relationship in ways that I, I didn't really realize until taking this trip to New Mexico. And so how can I put this into words? <laughs> well, taking, okay, f- side note, taking a trip by yourself that you book the day before you leave with no agenda... Yeah. really forces you to be in your wants and needs and ins- inspirations because the only thing that you have to ask, where am I going? What am I doing? What do I feel like doing? What's going to bring me joy? What what of this experience do I need to like harness that energy that I'm looking for? No one else is there to answer those questions. Right. So you really have to connect. You have to become so intimate with with that in a way that can also be very relaxing and joyful Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful experience to be in with yourself and and not something that I think that many people give themselves a chance to experience yeah for sure so that that would make sense that that would be a reignition and a reignition into your experience with your own soul that would that would bring a lot of awareness and perspective to other aspects of your life right I I okay so now I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to to channel or something because I feel so much energy building up right now I feel like I need to talk really quickly okay um so I don't I think that this was divinely inspired like Mm -hmm. something was pushing me to go Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not a um uh 
accident that I had just posted something about the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. So I did doing this 52 weeks of wellness thing and the, and the hero's journey was what I had just posted about. And because I had done that, I was really deeply enmeshed in this idea of the hero's journey repeating itself in our individual lives. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, the hero in every story, you know, Star Wars, Harry Potter, all of these stories throughout history that we revere, even even the story of Jesus Christ is the story, the hero story, where you there's this call to adventure. There's like some divine inspiration and you want to do something. Mm-hmm. And then there is the action, you know, going forward into the world. And then you get allies, you know, your sidekicks. And then you go out there and then you experience... Um, obstacles Mm -hmm. and challenges and then you have to face or fight a demon or a dragon or whatever and then through that you are able to expand in your knowledge Mm -hmm. and your power in some way and then you go back to the ordinary world and so it's like the circle it keeps repeating Mm -hmm. and there's there's always the choice so you can have that call to adventure or that Mm -hmm. call to action and decide to not take it Mm -hmm. Um, but that's when you don't that then you stay stuck mm-hmm. and expansion doesn't happen. Yeah. So for me, it very much felt like this was my call to adventure. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I made that decision, all of the allies came into play, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like all of these helpful people from my friend doing that, donating the airline miles for me to the person. So, so this is how crazy it was. I had no agenda, but then I sat next to somebody on the plane who was able, who was like, oh yeah, you're going to Santa Fe. Well, let me tell you about this place and this place, and you should go here and you should do this. (laughs) And not only that, but he actually goes, he was like, go up to to Taos and then you're going to go up this road and the houses look just like they're from Star Wars. And I was like, holy shit because I was just thinking about Mm -hmm. the Star Wars Uh allegory and the hero's journey so Mm -hmm. it's like okay that sounds like this is familiar all right so the whole time I'm just my heart is so open I'm like ready to experience whatever I'm with this knowing that there's going to be something good for me on this trip Mm -hmm. and going just just open to it and and that's how it happened there are so many little stories that I could tell um, that I don't even know where to start. But basically what the end result of this trip was is to realize to never, ever operate in fear. Mm-hmm. To, you know, when when fear rises, it's, it's head, as you could say, or rears its head. That's an opportunity for us to demonstrate our power and our power to create by not buying into that fear. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading this book called... Um, the divine, I don't know, divine healing or truth. Mm-hmm. I found it. It's an old book. It's like yellow inside. I don't even know where I found it. I think it was really one of those, you know, divine accidents. But in the book, it says that Satan is actually just this Satan of the senses, meaning, you know, when we see things with our eyes or we hear things or there's something in our senses that are saying some, you know, information that might, that we might not want that we have the ability to live within our divinity and our truth and our power to create, to not buy into that Mm -hmm. and to just stay centered and to start focusing on what it is that we actually do want. Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of where I was. I was realizing how much my relationship was, was a huge part of my growth because I was faced with all these things I didn't want and Mm -hmm. all these feelings that were, 
were undesirable. And instead of staying centered, and instead of um, just staying centered and vibrant, and you know, not letting that affect me so much, and mm-hmm. to and and I forgot to do a lot of the things that I that got me to the place that I was in before I started the relationship. So I wasn't doing affirmations as much, and I would. You weren't using your you, you weren't using your intuition to use your toolbox I, I, to raise your vibration because you were just matching the vibration of your exactly ex, external yes, situation. Yes, exactly, and and so in a, giving my power away in that way. Mm-hmm. And so that the main message of this trip was really just not a lot like to eliminate fear mm-hmm. in, in a huge way. So not just through my relationship, but in other areas of my life, too. And, you know, what's so crazy is that <laughs> I kept seeing rabbits everywhere. <laughs> uh-huh. Like and this is the thing with spirit animals. It's not just that you see them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that you are. It's not because this, this animal is coming to, to give you a message necessarily. It's more like you see an animal and your consciousness is drawn to it. Mm-hmm. So it's your consciousness communicating to you that there's something important here. Pay attention yes. here. Uh-huh. And that kept happening over and over again with rabbits. Like in an art studio, I kept seeing rabbit sculptures. And then I was out in nature and I kept seeing rabbits mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So one night on the full moon, this Tuesday, I was, I decided to drive up to the top of the, of the lake, um, Cochiti Lake. It was beautiful. It was all dark. It was just me in the middle of the desert on this lake. And I saw like two bunnies and I was like, Oh my God, this is so crazy. I was like, okay. So I had just been talking to my friend, Andy Dooley about, about this, about, wow, what if we can actually create you know, make things appear and Mm -hmm. manifest things Mm -hmm. and make them appear. So I was like, okay, I'm going to see how many rabbits I can actually see right now in this moment. I swear to you, Sheena, I saw like, I probably saw three more rabbits within like a, within like two minutes of saying that to the point I just started laughing. I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. How is this even possible? So then Mm -hmm. I had no idea what rabbits were, symbolizing yeah and I went and looked them up and rabbit is actually a Native American symbol for fear because fear is that fucking crazy I'm sorry this has been an intense experience for me but the rabbits are the symbol for fear because they're they're called the fear callers in Native American culture because they um, almost every predator eats them mm-hmm. and it, and the Native Americans attribute that to the rabbits living in that fear of maybe I'm going to be eaten. And so they do get eaten. So it was like, Oh shit. How have I been living in that vibration Mm -hmm. and calling the the things I actually don't want to me? Right. Yeah. But, but what (laughs) most important, like the most important aspect of that story that I'm connecting with is the fact that you in a high vibration manifest almost instantly. Yeah. And I have no fear. I mean, I have no doubts about that. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can do that and you are saying, you know, your greatest message coming home is to never operate with fear. Do you think that as humans, we're almost moving to a place where evolutionary wise, we no longer need that response because we don't have mm-hmm. to we're not in a, in danger 
of being eaten. Well, there's a, okay. So there's a difference between having an event that you say that, and then fear comes up and it's a natural response because, um, you need to take action. So to me that that's more of an indicator that action needs to be taken. And that's different than, um, than worry. Then yeah, like fear, worry, worry is a word. Anxiety, anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, something that's chronic in Mm -hmm. nature Mm -hmm. or unfounded. So I feel like when, um, so projects, actually, new things. Actually, you know what? Maybe I, I actually feel like we might be getting to the place where we it might be eliminated completely mm-hmm. um, because I do think that there's, we we are made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. I mean, not to be biblical, mm-hmm. uh, but, but okay, truly Jesus, we are, Moses. we are divinity. <laughs> we are sparks of God mm-hmm. in this lifetime and that, and the more that we recognize that, the more powerful we can be. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there is a potential that we won't ever really well, need who, to operate from that. I, I I don't know if we're there yet, but... Who also yeah. knows that what we are feeling, what we call fear, is actually that? I mean, there are so... There are so many subtleties to the things that we feel and what we see and what we experience, and we have... Uh, so few words to describe that. And I say that all the time because it's true. You know, we may call something fear, which we recognize as being the absence of something that feels good or positive. But in actuality, that could be, that could be broken down into, um, a knowing that something's going to happen or, a knowing that something has already happened or a redirector or information about where our body wants to be in this experience of life. So maybe just a, you know, this isn't the right path Yeah. or, um, so in that, so right. So in that situation where maybe your body's saying, I don't want to be here that's a good example of you can, so I think it's Marianne Williamson or I, it could be many people who say there's the only two emotions, either fear or love, mm-hmm. right? And so that's where you, it's more about like, okay, so this doesn't feel good. What would feel good mm-hmm. right now? How do I right. shift and my so vibration in, in to that, something that's in right In that sense, for it's me. more of like an indicator of, mm-hmm. of okay, it's, it's, that's, that's not, to me, that's more of recognition and not so much fear right. of it's like, this would feel, this is what I would actually really love to mm-hmm. do right now mm-hmm. and, and to, yeah, stay there. So what I'm feeling that we're moving past and what's, what's losing its necessity is that, um, what, what you said earlier, you used a word to describe the fear, not unwarranted, but similar in mm. nature. It's the fear of, you know, what other people may think. It's the fear of what if I don't do this and hurt this person's feelings? What if I, you know, um, fail? 
mm-hmm. that that sort of fear mm-hmm. or worry, that mm-hmm. is where I feel like we are elevating beyond. Yes, because sure. more and more we're being called to all step into that light that is bringing more light and information and joy and beauty and creativity and art into the world. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that that portion of fear is necessary for us to move forward. Yes, for sure. And I think that that's what we're, we're, well, that's, we're like busting through left yeah. and right, you know, like all of our clients, um, our community, our community of raw talk people, like we are all, here present with one another to just help one another elevate from that experience so that we can do more of what we're being called to do in the world. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Authenticity. So important. I feel like that's really the, that is the reason that we're here. Mm -hmm. You know, each of us is just to be as authentic as we can Mm -hmm. and express our light in the Mm -hmm. most pure for, you know, pure way, not, and not for other people, like that's not the driving force. Mm -hmm. It will be a side effect. Yeah. Right. It'll like other people always benefit because then they're going to be able to do the same thing, but But it's really for our individual Mm -hmm. experience of this lifetime, you know? Yeah. So the best thing you can do for the world is to be fully yourselves and do what makes you happy fearlessly. Yeah. Yes. Ashley Longshore just came to mind. Yeah. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, Raw Republic is located on Magazine Street in New Orleans and Ashley Longshore is is a New Orleans artist who actually has her studio and gallery right across the street from us. So it's funny because a lot of people will visit Raw Republic and and visit me and just just look, we'll be sitting on the balcony at Raw Republic having a green juice and we'll look across the street and there's you know, a uterus on uh, <laughs> Ashley Longshore's windows or like a, or Jesus, a Jesus and like weed. <laughs> um, what, what was the, the last one? The last uh, for Lent, it was like whiskey, weed. No, no whiskey, no weed, no, no something. Something, whatever. Um, and be, so people will be sitting on the balcony with me and we'll be having green juice and they'll look across the street and they'll just be like, isn't that so ironic that like, so such opposite things are are directly next to each other and when they say that I look at them and I I I think to myself like actually I couldn't think of something more alike than two people expressing themselves yeah I I would love to be seen as like as of a similar Mm. um expression to her of course she's she's like does it in a completely different way, right. but but her way is so authentic to her, right? And and to the and to see that right yeah. across the street from me, yeah. like a juice bar, is so empowering mm-hmm. and so beautiful, and I appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just want us to be a little bit more open minded with what. Yes, I'm so glad that we're can ha- look like. Yes, and this this actually is so in line with something I experienced in Santa Fe. Um, I was feeling really strongly connected to Jesus. And um, it's hard for me to talk about that, or it has been, it's not anymore, mm-hmm. since I've gone through this experience where I don't <laughs> Since you became enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but, <laughs> maybe, no. Just 
kidding. No, I was in a church in the St. Francis of Assisi Church in mm-hmm. Santa Fe, and it's a beautiful church. And I, I remember walking in, and I was already, I'd already had a few days there and already experienced all these things. And I haven't been to a Catholic church in a while, although I was baptized Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against um, the Catholic Church, besides the fact that they killed a lot of people during the Crusades, which I don't agree with, um, and some Forgive of the other Noel. terrible things that they've done in the name of, of of religion, which I don't agree with. But anyway, so I was walking by the Stations of the Cross and mm-hmm. watching these pictures of Jesus and watching him being killed and crucified, and all of a sudden this download came to me where it's like, the the message of Jesus mm-hmm. is about our power to create mm-hmm. and to not live in fear mm-hmm. and to love and the human humanity at that point couldn't take that message mm-hmm. they weren't able the ego and fear was so strong and it was so heavy mm-hmm. like i just felt the density of reality back mm-hmm. then that it was that's why he was killed mm-hmm. out of fear they couldn't even stand that another human being was able to live in that, in that um, level of enlightenment mm-hmm. and and um, possibility, mm-hmm. and they, they they how dare he claim that he can do these things when really if you look at the message of Jesus it wasn't like I am up here and yeah. I can do all these things and we you are. can't it's always like yeah. ye are gods uh-huh. you know that was the message of it. How I mean, how much more straightforward can you get? And I've heard that the Bible has been changed since then, and it's been used to control people, which I think is absolutely terrible. But it just it hit me that wow, how I mean, how strong the ego can get in in people. And but when I say ego, it's not the ego that's like I'm I'm better than you. That kind of ego. Ego can go either way. Ego can. Ego is anything that creates separation, right? So the ego can be the superior superiority, but ego can also be inferiority, where like, how oh, I can't, you know, that's, anything that creates separation is ego in action. And I just, when I, when I was there in that church and I, and I saw that, it just reminded me of like, Jesus isn't, he never wanted to be, like, I was thinking he probably wouldn't even want these these like pictures of him yeah. and everybody's having like worshiping this. He wants you out there in life. Right. He wants you out there in life, living from this expanded state and this ability to be a divine creator in this world. I mean, that's what he wants you to do. He doesn't want you to bow down and, and you know, um, what's the word? Su- sublimate, su- supplicate, supplicate yeah. yourselves yeah. to, to an image. It's like, take these, these, truths and go out and live them Mm -hmm. really which i feel is the message of most ascended masters and most of the angels that we connect with and most of the uh channeled information that we receive is Mm -hmm. that of it's not about the person that you're channeling through a lot of what i've been listening to recently like these are collective groups of people that are giving us information yes it's not which no one wants credit. <laughs> yeah, that's probably perfect. Yeah, it's probably intentional. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, Sheena. That's you're you're probably absolutely right. They don't need yeah. it. They know that defining the, them the, limits the human, them. Right. Well, that's what happens when the ego, the human ego, gets involved. If mm-hmm. there's one individual, then we begin to put that 
individual up on a pedestal mm-hmm. and then create separation. Yeah. So we can know it's like becomes this idea mm-hmm. and we start to uh, focus on the individual instead of the message behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's brilliant. That's probably exactly why they're coming in as collectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And something else comes to mind while we're talking about this is that a lot of examples that have been are being given to us right now in relation to other people that we have relationships with, that we interact with on this earth plane. If you can think of a person, Mm -hmm. but not think of their name Mm -hmm. or what they look like Mm. and just connect to the essence and energy of them. Yeah. You can connect so deeply. You can interact with them telepathically. You can heal them and you can um, you can forgive them. You can do everything that needs to be done in that plane. And mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful and it's yes. so interesting. And it really gives us a lot of experience with that knowledge that we are all so connected. Yes. Yes. You are going to be, you guys don't, know this but Sheena is definitely channeling <laughs> no. some shifts right now oh sorry are my eyes you crossed because n- I could I feel like I can't even see you <laughs> she's you are channeling things and you're what you're saying is actually what I just read in that book when I was sitting in your car waiting for you really yes and I'll have to show you <laughs> so I that same book that I'm talking about the divine I don't even know what it's called. So this is, okay. So it's we, a channeled book. You give, you give such good information yes. on this podcast and so do so many of the other guests. So yes. I'm just encouraging everyone to join the Raw Talk with Sheena group on Facebook. Yes. And if someone asks a question like, hey, what was that book yes. that Noel, I'll tag you in Perfect. it so that you can, and I'll, I'm also getting um, a little bit more refined with the show notes and things like that where I can, I'm going to put your contact information there so that people can reach out to you. Because Yay. like like you mentioned so quickly, you um, have been giving tons of messages in that, um, in your 52 weeks of wellness posts. Yes. You give such amazing messages through your social media. Yeah. You provide amazing content and everything that you do so if people can just tune in to and connect with you Mm -hmm. they will um they'll be able to hear some of that and and just ask questions about some of the things that you're experiencing well and I think from my session with with Laura today I might actually start offering intuitive readings Readings? with people some kind of yes you knew well I'll give I'll give everyone an example of what you knew so deeply today that I I personally didn't even though I'm quite connected to myself energetically I had such a visceral and physical experience at the restaurant where Noelle and I were eating earlier that I had to come home immediately to check on my dogs I had to contact every single one of my family members of course like we still will never know exactly it what what happened or what was going on with me but you knew as soon as you tuned in that my animals were fine Mm -hmm. you knew that there was nothing wrong with my immediate family Mm -hmm. and um yeah you you're definitely someone who has a very clear message system you know and someone who is a healer combined with that which 
to me gives the clearest and um, least projected information possible. It's coming from like a very pure source in a lot of ways. And so absolutely, I think that you should start offering those sessions. I was thinking of doing something at Raw called uh, the Fairy Godmother Sessions. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because you never know... (laughs) I probably will have something for you in my purse or yeah. like pull down information from, you know, it's really always. Oh, well, I don't know how you don't I actually had travel some... like with a rolling <laughs> luggage because you always have a belonging in there for everyone. Okay. So today this is a good, do you see how small my little clutch is? Yeah. I have a little clutch. I don't have my big purse, but when we walked in here and it started feeling weird, I was like, Hey, do you have some Palo Santo? And then I was like, Oh shoot. I actually have some on my keychain. Thank God. <laughs> you had it. And we burned it. <laughs> yeah. You yep. always have what we need. I, that's, I always, I do. Always. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. And if you don't, you probably manifest it I do. into physical form. Yeah. I told, I have, yeah, I have so many stories. I feel like I we've know. been talking for so long <laughs> and I hope that I, my sermon wasn't too deep and heavy. for the It wasn't. Our listeners love Jesus. <laughs> We're all on the same page here. Um, but anyway, um, thank you for talking about your trip. Yeah. And um, there are, many more things that I know that you're going to create from that place. Yeah. So it's just, it's just the introduction of, of you, um, from after that exploration in a lot of ways. Um, I think being, so one of the things I did was actually go up into the mountains, into Mm -hmm. this hot spring, Mm -hmm. which if anybody does look on my Instagram, you can see how beautiful it is. I mean, it truly was the most incredible thing. I think being there in that sacred place in such an expanded state in, in, in mineral, in mineral hot springs that are healing. I can't even. And on top of like volcanic rock, there was, and I did some, so I was with my friend Andy, we decided to do some chanting, so I was doing some (laughs) meditative chanting, it was, I mean, I really think that I've never felt so clear, and so, um, so purely myself, Mm -hmm. like, there were moments where I was walking on that trail, and I felt, I remembered how I felt as a child, Mm -hmm. you know, like, just the smells, and things being new, and, you know, it was the ultimate cleansing Mm -hmm. experience for me, so it really, I think that that was, I mean, there's so many things that were good about that trip, if anybody does go to Santa Fe, and you want to find the San Antonio Hot Springs, they're in the Jemez Mountains. I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, it's, I want that. Yes, I thought of you. I now want to go to New Mexico. Y- yes, I think we should do a retreat. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. That would be really fun. Okay, it's the beginning of a lot of things. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Again, um, a good resource is to join the Facebook group, Raw Talk with Sheena. Um, because if you have any questions, I can direct you to most of my guests who are in the group as well. Um, it's such an amazing day (laughs) and such an amazing experience to have recorded this with you. So thank you. And, um, for everyone listening, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.